Welcome to the Truth For Today podcast with your host, Joseph Franta, international minister, speaker, and Bible school instructor. Stay tuned for today's episode. Welcome to another podcast for Truth For Today. I am your teacher, Joseph Franta, of Joseph Frana Ministries, and we are studying or talking about sharing the subject of grace, God's goodness, God's ability, God's power. And uh, <clears throat> this is our second podcast about it, and I, I want to pick up here in 2 Corinthians 9, 8 about grace, because we all need grace in this day. Uh, we're, we're facing a lot, of, a lot of things, but they don't have to get us down. We can stay up, upbeat, and we can stay above everything if we learn how to walk in God's grace and live in God's grace. So, grace is equal to God's power. When it leaves God, it's grace, undeserved, unmerited, unearned. But when it gets to us, it comes in the form of power to perform, to accomplish, to do what God's called us to do. Everyone, whether they know it or not, <clears throat> whether they've recognized it or not, have a call of God on their life. Excuse me, I have to get a drink of water here. <coughs> Excuse me. It's so important that you discover what God has called you to do. God has a great and glorious plan for your life. Something that is way beyond your thinking, your imagination, or your planning. God is a God of great plans and purposes for every person's life. In the book of Job, Job said, no purpose of God can be thwarted. That's right, no purpose of God can be overthrown, can be stopped or reversed. The Bible says even from eternity, this is the Lord speaking, Isaiah 43, even from eternity, I am he, and there is none who can deliver out of my hand. I act, and who can reverse it? The Bible also says that you cannot curse what God has blessed. If you're a Christian, you have to understand that God has placed 
a blessing upon your life. You may not have obtained it yet as far as the reality of it, the manifestation of it. But understand this, that God has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. It's all centered, sourced in Christ Jesus. He's the author of every blessing. He is the blessing. So I want to read a verse here in 2 Corinthians 9, 8. Paul is speaking to the Corinthian church about giving, but it, it applies to many, many other areas. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, his goodness. That always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. I mean, just that one verse alone is incredibly powerful. God, in other words, God can, it says here, God is able, first of all, just stop right there, God is able. You know, you ought to say that to yourself a few times every day, God is able, God is able. God is able to do this for me. God is able to give this to me. God is able to bring this to me. God is able to work this out for me. God is able to make all grace, all of his goodness, his power, his ability, abound toward you. That word abound in the Greek is it means running after. His grace is running after you to cause you to excel in what he's called you to do. There's nothing about God that is mediocre. God is supernatural, extraordinary, divine, and he has put his divine nature inside every believer in our spirit. We're born again, born from above. What does that mean? That Peter said that we have his divine nature on the inside of us. You can read it. In 1 Peter 1 and 1 Peter 2. You know, you are a vessel. If you're a Christian, you're a vessel filled with God. You may not know it. You may not feel it. But it's true because God says it's so. Here he says, God is able to make all grace abound or excel toward you that you always having all sufficiency in everything may have an abundance for every good deed. You're not without help, strength, ability, and power. 
I want to read that verse to you in Peter because it's so powerful. This is 2 Peter chapter 1. Simon Peter, don't you just love Peter? I mean, he was, I mean, he, he was just such a great example. And uh, he was very human and yet walked on the water one time with Jesus. I know he sank, but you have to understand, he did walk on the water until he got his eyes off of the Lord. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith, or we have a faith of the same kind. It says in another translation. That's right, God has put the spirit of faith on the inside of you as a believer, and you have the same kind of faith as Peter or Paul. You may not have activated it or walked in it yet, but it's there, the spirit of faith. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, therefore having the same spirit of faith. The same as what? As all these faith giants, Peter, Paul, John, James, Barnabas, Stephen. But we have the same spirit of faith. As it is written, I believed, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore also we speak. That's uh, 2 Corinthians. You know, God has so much for your life. And the spirit of wisdom and revelation is going to reveal that to you. You know, Paul prayed in Colossians chapter 1, and I'm, I'll go back to Peter. But, um, let's turn here first. Let's go to Ephesians 1. Paul prayed this prayer, and it's a prayer that you should just pray. It's in the Bible. It's a very blessed and anointed prayer of Paul that we can use in our prayer life. It's Ephesians 1, 7. 1, 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that's who you're coming to when you pray. You're coming to the Father of glory. You're coming into his throne room. The Bible says, come boldly to the throne room of grace, that you may receive mercy, God's loyal love, and grace, God's power and ability to help in the time of need. Grace is for when you need it, and you need it all the time. So do I. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. You know, 
you're not really educated until you have some of the knowledge of God. I mean, that's, that's what I would call higher education. To know God, to have the knowledge of God increasing in your life, to know him and the power of his resurrection and, and the fellowship of his sufferings, to know God, there's nothing that compares. The Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. Do you need wisdom? The Bible says that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all men liberally or generously and without reproach. In other words, you know, he's not upset that you're asking him for wisdom. He loves it. That God may give to you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. In other words, you begin to begin to see God the way he really is, not, not through religious eyes or, you know, some, some other kind of method, but by direct revelation from the Spirit of God showing you and revealing to you the Father and the Son. That is one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to be the teacher who reveals to us the Father and the Son. Wow. Get to know the Holy Spirit. The eyes of your understanding or your heart being enlightened or illuminated. The eyes of your heart, deep down in your spirit man, the Bible says we're spirit, soul, and body. Our spirit is where God dwells. Our soul, our mind, will, and emotions is where we operate. And our physical body is where we live. The eyes of your understanding, your heart, your spirit, being enlightened or illuminated, flooded with light. That's what illuminated means, flooded with light. That you may know what is the hope of his calling He's got a calling on you, child of God. Man, woman, child, God's got a calling on your life, a choosing. He has chosen you. He has called you. He has appointed you. And he has anointed you. He's put his touch on your life. The oil of joy. He's put it on you. Sometimes you wonder, what am I doing in this life? Yeah, well, we've all experienced that. So don't feel bad. Don't feel like you're all alone or, you know, 
that you don't measure up. No, you do. You always measure up in Jesus because he measured up for you. Where you fall short, he filled the gap and measured up for you. That's why the Bible says, and we are complete in him. We're not completely complete in us in the sense of, you know, we don't have all wisdom and knowledge and understanding, but in him we do. We're complete in him. And he is the head over all things to the church. He is our all in all. I'm glad that whatever I lack, he supplies. I want you to know, child of God, that whatever you lack, Jesus supplies. Paul said, when I am weak, then I am strong. Well, that's kind of a paradox, isn't it? When I'm weak, then I'm strong. Well, what is he saying? He's saying, look, when I'm weak, I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. Oh, I could, I could teach and preach on that for a while. So don't even get your eyes on your weaknesses. Get your eyes on your strength, on Jesus. He's your strength in every situation. He's your strength. He's your wisdom. But by his doing, we are in Christ Jesus, it says in 1 Corinthians 1.30. But by his doing, we are in Christ Jesus, who has come who has become to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification, holiness, and redemption. Woo! He's become all those things to you and to me. He's our redemption, our redeemer. He's redeemed us from sin and sickness and disease and weakness and pain and defeat. He's our redeemer. I love what Job said in Job. Uh, I, I think it's uh, Job 9.19. He said, I know that my redeemer lives, and at the last, he will take his stand on the earth. Wow. That's the oldest book in the Bible, Job. God told him there'd be a redeemer thousands of years before he came. We're dealing with eternity, endless life. We've been saved, the Bible says, by the power of an endless life. That endless life is Jesus Christ. Oh, we love him. We love him so much. Now, Back to this prayer, he says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Pray it every day. Just pray this prayer every day. God, God will become more and more real to you. The eyes of your heart, your spirit man, the Bible says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Let me say what this means. 
This is uh, Proverbs uh, 10, 27, I believe. It says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the being. The spirit of man is where God shines his light. It's the candle of the Lord. It's where God speaks to you, illuminates you, enlightens you, and gives you wisdom. He searches you. He searches all the inward parts of your being, your mind, your will, your emotions, your spirit man. Wow. That's a remarkable truth. Spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Here Paul's praying that the eyes, verse 18, Ephesians 1, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. <clears throat> this is so important. Being enlightened. To know God who is light. To be filled with his light. To be guided from within by his light. For him to light your path. He's a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The entrance of God's word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Psalm 119 verse 30. God is enlightening many people in this hour, all over the world. People are having dreams and visions and <clears throat> they're reading the word of God and seeing it as they've never seen it before. Under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit making the word of God come alive. You know, we are living in a great day. You're living in a day of awakening. You're living in the end time. But you don't have to be afraid if you walk with God. If you walk with the Lord, there's nothing to fear or dread because he says and promises, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. To give you a future and a hope. No evil will befall you. 
nor will any plague come near your dwelling place or your tent. For he has given us he has given his angels charge over us to guard us in all our ways. Least we strike our foot against a stone. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty where no foe can enter and where no foe can use wicked devices against you. In Jeremiah, God told that young man, he was a young prophet, 17, 18 years old. God told the prophet Jeremiah, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too difficult for me? And Paul wrote in Philippians, For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Wow. What an awesome God we serve. You know, he is the God of more than enough. He's El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one the breasty one, the supplier of every need. He's Jehovah Jireh, that God, the God who looks ahead, looks ahead and makes provision. He's Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there. Where's there? Where you are. the God who is there in your life, helping you, strengthening you, guiding you, helping you to achieve things you could never achieve on your own. He is the God of glory. the creator of heaven and earth. He's your standby, your strengthener, your intercessor. He prays for you. Jesus, remember when Peter was going through it and Satan wanted to sift Peter like wheat? Jesus said to Peter, but I am praying for you. He wasn't going to allow Satan to sift Peter like wheat. Jesus interceded for Peter, and then he said, after you've recovered, strengthen your brothers. Maybe you need to recover today from something. I don't know. 
We've all had to recover from certain things at certain times in our life. But if you just take his hand today, trust him with your life, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding, don't try to figure the whole thing out. In all your ways, whatever you're doing, acknowledge him, and he will Direct your path the right way. You know what? God will enlighten you how to choose the right path. And then the rest of this goes this way. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you would know the hope of his calling, the riches of his glory, and the greatness of his power toward us who believe. I want to pray for you today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. You could be in a high position. You could be just in a, you know, place of learning. You could be in any kind of place. I pray for you today for the grace of God to come upon your life in a mighty way, in a way that you can feel it and experience it. And I pray for God's strength and wisdom and the light of the Holy Spirit to illuminate and enlighten your life and show you what you need to know today. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Thanks for being with us today. Truth for today. My name is Joseph Franta, and I consider it an honor to be with you today. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 